welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WBET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. A little later in the show, we are going to be visited by Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, who's going to catch us up on the year in Washington, the year that was 2016, and the year ahead, 2017. But first, I want to welcome the governor of the state of Michigan, Rick Snyder, to the program to talk about things at the state level. Governor, welcome to the show. Uh, It's great to be with you, Stephen. Uh, Happy holidays to you and your listeners. Happy holidays to you as well. Uh, Let's start with the news uh, yesterday that uh, Attorney General Bill Schuette uh, will file charges against four more people uh, in the Flint water crisis, two of them emergency managers uh, appointed uh, by the state treasurer, which gets this whole question of who's responsible for the Flint water crisis a little closer to your office by my read. Uh, This is the first time we've seen somebody at that sort of executive level implicated here. Uh, Quickly, just your reactions to to that announcement. Well, again, it's part of the Attorney General's ongoing investigation, and uh, these are serious charges. And I think we need to let the uh, judicial process work. Again, we, we should not assume they're guilty. That's you know, how our system works, but these are serious charges. Uh, they need to be addressed, and let's watch it go through the court system. Uh, with respect to my time, I'm spending my time on really the healing process in Flint. How do we work with the citizens of Flint to improve their lives? So these actions are actually going on in parallel. The attorney general has his work, and I have my work, uh, hopefully making Flint a better place uh, each and every day, and uh, we're working hard on that. Uh, does this make you think a little differently about the emergency manager law? Um, it, it has been controversial since it was passed. Of course, voters uh, uh, tried to reject the original emergency manager law, and the legislature went back, passed a slightly different law, and then prevented voters from from uh, from voting to to get rid of that. To, to say that uh, an emergency manager or two emergency managers were, were largely responsible for the decisions that, uh, that went into the Flint water crisis is not new, but that, that sort of indictment of the behavior or implicated indictment of that behavior is, um, does that make you think differently about that law? Do we need to change that law to, to sort of surround that person with some other decision makers who may be more accountable to the people. Well, what I'd say, Stephen, is that there were a couple other reports, one from the legislature and one from an independent group I created that had some recommendations that I'm very open to looking at. Uh, and that it's talking about how to improve the law in some fashion. Uh, they had several different ideas, and that's something that hopefully could be done and talked about in the next legislative session. And would you support those? Ch- I mean, would you support the idea of changing the law? Well, I'm very open to it. Again, it depends on what the specific change is. But uh, again, if there's ways to improve it for better communication and uh, better identifying issues, and, you know, some of these issues get very technical when you get into the water rules. So uh, there could be opportunities to do good things there um, in terms of improvement. Um, what I'd say, though, the good part is the, the law has worked in many other places. Um, but again, it could be improved across the board. Uh, right now, we don't have any emergency managers in municipalities. And uh, the last active school one will be uh, Judge Rhodes leaving at the end of the year. So um, part of what I hope to see happen is we're 
showing a lot of progress and working hard not to need emergency managers um, mm-hmm. by seeing more stable school districts and municipalities. Yeah. Uh, do you have any regrets about the decisions that you made in the run-up to the Flint water crisis? I mean, the, the decisions that clearly would have been on your desk about who would be the emergency manager in Flint, for instance. Uh, does, does any of this make you think, wow, what if I'd done this differently? Well, again, uh, you, uh, there's a lot of things you you question and second-guess through this entire process that you wish would have turned out differently. So uh, that's something that I've been having to deal with for a long time through this whole process. Um, and you just have to recognize these are the realities and what you can do to help solve the problem. And how do you make sure it doesn't happen again? And how can we learn from this to actually strengthen um, Michigan across the board, not just Flint? But that's one of the reasons I created the Infrastructure Commission, because we have, uh, you know, we could have other kinds of issues. We have aging infrastructure across Michigan, and let's come up with a better structure and ways to look at all these questions. Uh, the last question on this topic, uh, General Schutte says this investigation is not over, although it may be uh, nearing its end. Is there anything that he could do? Is there anyone uh, he could sort of reach to that would make you feel like uh, maybe you should resign as governor of Michigan because of the responsibility you would have for that person's actions. Is that something that uh, that ever crosses your mind? No. I, I Again, I don't see that scenario. But, again, the attorney general is doing his investigation. Um, right, As I said, I'm focused in on really making Michigan a stronger, better place and addressing the challenges in Flint. And, uh, again, there's a lot of progress being made, but there's a lot more work that needs to be done. And it's a terrible tragedy that none of us wish would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is uh, Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guest is Rick Snyder. He is the governor of the state of Michigan. We're talking about uh, the year 2016 and looking ahead to 2017. Uh, Governor, uh, uh, highlights from this year uh, on, on your on your checklist, things that went really well for Michigan. Sure. Well, first of all, our economy um, in terms of continuing job growth over the last few years. Uh, we're number one in the Midwest. We're number six in the country for private sector job growth. And then in terms of personal income bounce back, we're number four in the country for the rate of increase in personal income. And then you look at some of the major legislative things that took place. Uh, I view the success with the Detroit schools as a good one in terms of addressing their historic debt and getting an elected school board. They'll be starting the first of the year. Uh, what we did with intelligent vehicles, autonomous vehicles, is very exciting this year. Um, we're leading in the world in this field, and we need to keep it up. Um, and it's got great long-term opportunity for us all. And just in the energy package, that was a great bipartisan effort that was just passed last week. Um, is important for the next few decades for Michigan. Um, in addition to that, just look at that continuing comeback at Detroit. Um, and I appreciate all the, the partnership and work we've been doing to help support the mayor and city council and continuing to watch Detroit be, now be viewed as the comeback city around the, the, the country. Yeah. Uh, I, I wonder, even amid the, 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 the good economic news, we had some bad budget news again uh, here in the state of Michigan in October. Net business taxes, revenues were 63% lower than they were a year ago. They were $338 million a year ago. This year, that number is 182 or $180 million. Um, th- This is five years into uh, the tax reforms that you instituted, which gave businesses a pretty big tax break in the hope that you would grow uh, tax revenue. Uh, talk about what, what, uh, 
what you see in those numbers that that may be having you uh, think differently about that? Well, uh, again, if you look at our overall revenues, we're doing well still in terms of the, the growth and opportunities for the state to make good, smart investments. And we'll find out even more as we see the revenue estimating conference in January. On the business side, in terms of the corporate side, the, the biggest thing we're still addressing are the tax credits that were given out before I was governor. Right. And in many cases, as people are claiming these credits, is they're doing better as companies. And there's literally uh, $8 billion plus of overhang. Um, and that's as large or larger than some of the amounts that would be collected. So we've got a lot of historical legacy we're still working through and will be for a number of years. So, um, and we need to learn from that and not have that happen again. So it's your it's your analysis that, that the numbers going down is about those credits, those uh, the mega credits well, and things. That, say solely uh, that, Stephen, but it's a, it's a huge overhang on the whole system. And again, uh, we're working on better pre um being able to predict when those credits may be claimed, but they are outstanding and they account for several billion dollars of liabilities for the state. Um, and so that's where th- these were really retention credits. And so one of the things we have to be careful about is, is not doing those kind of things again, but being smart about how we do attract business and grow business in Michigan. Yeah. And we do have a good environment. We're seeing job growth happen very strongly in our state. Uh, let's look ahead some to 2017. We'll have a new president uh, in in January. He is a member of your party, ran as a Republican, uh, but not someone you came out and endorsed explicitly. Uh, have you had conversations yet with the president-elect about what that relationship will look like? No, I haven't spoken to him personally. I've congratulated him, and we've worked with his transition team on a number of things. And one of the things we're trying to do is give him opportunities to Hopefully you see good things we're doing in Michigan that might be helpful to the new administration. An example would be the Infrastructure Commission report. Uh, it's one of a kind. It's yes. an outstanding report. And if you look at his priorities, he's talked about infrastructure. So I think looking at how we've addressed some of these issues, um, they don't need to dwell on the Michigan elements, but just the whole format, the research done, could be very helpful in understanding a framework to do it at the national level. Yeah. Well, that Infrastructure Commission report, I, I agree, was really, really outstanding and had a lot of detail in it. What's your action plan for moving forward? There was a lot of money uh, associated with the projects that we need to do uh, in that in that project, it, it says we need another, I think, $2 billion a year uh, in order to catch up. How do we get that? Well, I think it could be even more than that, but it's over 30 to 50 years that we got to make sure we're doing this. And there's some near-term steps we should be starting, and I'll be looking forward to working with the legislature to hopefully make those happen. Things like the Michigan Infrastructure Council and the whole question about asset management. Uh, for example, the, the road in front of your uh, studio there, I mean, how many times does it get torn up for a variety of different infrastructure, and can't we do it all at once? Sure. Um, that could save us a lot of money. So while there's investments that have to be made, there are smarter ways to do it that can bring down that cost quite dramatically. Uh, a great illustration, we did the work on the queue line. Um, we did a lot of uh, kind of multiple infrastructure improvements when we were doing the work on Woodward while the, there. While the road was torn up, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Uh, Governor Rick Snyder, as always, thanks for being with us on Detroit Today and have a happy holiday. Yeah, it's great to be with you. Happy holidays. All right. And when we come back, we are going to catch up with Congresswoman Debbie Dingell of the 12th District here in Michigan, talk about the year in Washington, both 2016 and looking ahead to 2017. Stay with us.